Hello, so this is Captain Paramedic Josh Wells, and I'm here to guide you on a proven path to your fire department promotion. We're covering the resources found in the promotion playbook. You can buy the promotion playbook on amazon.com. If you go there right now, you can buy the paperback or the ebook. I encourage the paperback because it, it's, uh, it has all the tools you can write out and it's designed to be a workbook to help you get best prepared for your upcoming assessment center for your promotional test. Or if you just wanna use it as a resource to achieve a different goal in life, it works great for that too. So we've gone through the three different parts. There's the story, there is the seven strategies, and now we're in the game day toolbox. The game day toolbox has four different skill sets, study skills, speaking skills, writing skills, and this last category is application skills. It application and covers, it covers everything that you might need that's not covered in those other three categories. You can also go to promotionplaybook.com and I'm going to keep giving you resources to help support you and guide you on your path to promotion. So we are covering today, we're talking about this, um, it's kind of like a, a, an accountability board. And so it's really helpful as you navigate your way through an assessment center that when you're taking the test, you pay attention to detail. Details are important. And in your assessment center, you wanna document and record as much of the details as possible because there's a good chance that uh, the, the people that you encounter during your assessment center, uh, that you might see them in another area. So for example, let's say that you're doing an in-basket exercise. And as you're going through this in-basket exercise, you're given all these different things that you could face during a day. And you're gonna be giving some names of some firefighters, some engineers, maybe some chiefs, some company officers, uh, other people that you work with, members of the public. And as you're going through this, you wanna capture all this because there's a good chance that later on in your assessment center, you might encounter these same people. So if they give you the crew that you're expected to, to manage, uh, if you can get their names in advance and as much details as possible, it's gonna help you to best manage that crew, to manage that shift, to manage that day, and to manage the myriad of challenges that you may, might face during that shift. So the shift prep sheet is just a simple form and it's designed to just help you organize your crew and to um, pay attention to all the stuff that happens. You don't want to, similar to uh, an emergency scene, is you keep an accountability board so that you don't lose track of somebody that goes into a hazardous environment. If you lost somebody on an emergency scene, it's a big deal, and it should be the same during your assessment center. Um, just because you might be at the station or during something that's not as high stress or uh, as high risk, you still need to keep track of everything. So I'll just cover it with you real quick. And then this, uh, there's not a whole lot to this, but it can be, it's simple, but it can be tremendously helpful as you go through your assessment center. So like most, most of the tools found in the promotion playbook, there is, uh, it's just one page. So this one is only one page uh, and you can print this out. You can print out a couple of copies and it's designed so that you do your homework before the, before the event starts. So ideally, you would have all this information in advance. And before you go into your assessment center, you're saying, hey, who's the battalion chief for the day? Um, is there any insights or details I need to know about them? Maybe they're really big into wildfire. Maybe they're really big into technical rescue. 
Maybe they're paramedic. Maybe they're not paramedics. Maybe um, the more you can know about their strengths and weaknesses and management styles, also any challenges or needs that they might be facing, the better you can relate to that person throughout the day and the better you can be able to help them. Um, unless that's you, if you're the battalion chief, then you might need to print out a couple of these sheets so you can manage your entire crew and know as much as possible about your crew. And then this is the unit or your shift is that you have a, uh, most crews will have a captain, uh, engineer or driver and two firefighters. So this is based off of an engine company. And again, you would just put the captain, who's the captain, um, who's the captain here, maybe it's you. And what type of qualifications do you have? So um, for example, if you need to have a certain number of TRT people per shift, um, you need to log who is TRT qualified or who are the medics. If you need to keep ALS apparatus and not everybody in your department is a paramedic, make sure that you're able to staff the ALS units with ALS providers. Also, if you do some type of special skill like hazardous materials, uh, maybe confined space, maybe helicopter rescue, um, and you're expected to keep that, have that available, make sure that you have that uh, and it, it's, it's uh, accounted for. Because if you get a scenario where suddenly you have to use a helicopter to do um, a technical rescue or you have to short haul and rescue somebody off of a mountain, you wanna know who it is on your crew that is qualified to do that and that they're there and they're not, they didn't call on vacation or call in sick for that day. And if they did, you wanna be aware of it as soon as possible. So as you're going through, the big part of this is the position, depending on your department, feel free to, to change the names of these if needed in terms of the rank structure, but the qualifications is really important. So one, um, it's good to know as much as possible about their personality. So maybe you have one guy that's a rookie and then the other guy has 20 plus years of experience. Um, also their qualifications, the ones that are relevant towards the performance and the challenges you could face. And then any insight. So let's say that your new firefighter just had a baby last week and they decided to come back to shift um, and they didn't stay home to be with their baby or, or maybe they had them last month and they're just coming back home or maybe they had a death in the family or maybe, um, you know, th there could be a whole host of personal things that happen with people and when they show up, having this awareness allows you to best relate to them, you can best manage them and you can best, um, best help to make sure that that day goes well. Or maybe um, firefighter two is just uh, has a paramedic test coming up next week and you want to make sure that they're prepared as possible. So maybe you can you can block out time to ensure that they get time to study for that. So um, as you're going through this, definitely um, their name and rank. And then ideally, you can get all the qualifications that they have. And if not, maybe you could get bonus points of asking people if you don't know that and seeking out that information to finding out um, it's going to show that you understand the needs of the district, the needs of your crew, and being able to display that is going to help. The Some things that you can add under insights is what are the challenges that they may be facing? So I mentioned somebody that may have had a death in the family. Maybe somebody has a stressful event. Maybe they're going through a divorce, or maybe they just got married and some things are going great. Maybe they just got married. They just had a baby. They just had... Um, just got back from a great vacation and things are going great. They celebrated an anniversary or a birthday. Birthday's a big one. If you have somebody who has a birthday and you miss it, 
it's kind of, um, it's a lot nicer to have a birthday and to recognize that and to celebrate it. So what are the details? So challenges, objectives, and needs are three things you can look at. Challenges or celebrations. The objectives, is there anything that might get in their way today? Or, or what is it that they want to accomplish for the day? Are they going to paramedic school? Are they pursuing a degree? Do they want to promote? Um, do they have a project they're working on? And then are there any needs? And then additional notes down here. So you can write out any additional notes down here. But the more details you can find out, the better that you know your, um, yourself, you know the department, you know the position, the better off you'll be able to relate to, to um, everybody on your crew and be dynamic and flexible enough so that you can work as a team, you can best fit the needs of the organization, the crew, the community, and you can all work together. So not necessarily in that order, but the more you know about your crew and the needs of the district, the needs of the community, the better you're gonna do during that assessment center and in the role so that you don't just get stuck. What you don't wanna do is you don't wanna show up to an assessment center and just have this linear focus. Like I'm gonna show up my first meeting and this person's gonna do this, 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 and this. You may, it's okay to have an initial plan in place, but you need to understand the, the, um, the intricacies of each person that you're working with and really work to uh, really utilize the strengths and the weaknesses of your team. So if by chance you're, you're really strong in one area, but you're not super strong in another, realizing who might be able to help if you were to get, um, if you were to get a call, um, who could be the subject matter expert that you could depend on. So um, one more thing, and then we'll close this. So an example of that is for me, is that um, I don't claim to have a ton of wildfire experience. I've got the basic classes. I've been out on a few wildfire assignments. I've been on a number of them uh, within our, our local district, but I'm not, when people think of a, a, some type of like expert or go-to or, um, you know, who's the subject matter expert on wildfire, I'm not typically the person they're gonna call. I'm actually pretty far down on the list of the people that are gonna call. But when it comes to maybe more in the paramedic side of it, when it comes to helping people with promotional tests, um, that's one of my strengths. And so when, if I were to do this going into it and I, and I have somebody on my crew who is um, been into wildfire their whole life, they started as a hotshot maybe, and they've got 20 years with the forest service. And then now they've got 10 years with our department. Uh, we get a wildfire that day. I'm definitely going to lean upon their skill set and utilize their strength to help us to best coordinate and to navigate and work through that. So that's just one example. Um, you're not expected to have all the answers. It, it's it's arrogant and it come it can come across as a weakness if you show up and try to pretend like you know everything and that you're going to have all the answers and everybody has to to um, listen to you because you hold the authority or the badge or the patch. Um, you have to know what you're good at and then allow your team to, to um, do what they're good at and understanding the dynamics of your team can best allow you to be flexible and um, allow you to do the best because it's not about you just showing up as the authority and having all the answers. It's about you being able to lead. And the best way to do that is by understanding the strengths and weaknesses and um, needs and challenges of those that you're leading. So there it is, printed out. That's it. Thank you and uh, stay in touch. If you don't have the book, get a copy of the book and we'll talk to you soon.